My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Best Quality Vacuum, our The Duck Feed show about the extended Vince Gilliverse. Every episode of X-Files. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, no. Yeah, wait a minute. His other show. Yeah. Lucky Hank. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, of course, it's Breaking Bad. Ah, and there such. we are. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this week, we're talking about four days out. So find a better place to put your keys. That's not on the yeah. working surface. Yeah, our work surface. Yeah. Uh, I like I like this episode. Uh, enjoy it. <laughs> you're, you're saying that in the way that a huge butt's coming. A huge butt is I, sir. Mix a lot. Get out, <laughs> get out your 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 tiny uh, binoculars because a huge butt is coming. Mm-hmm. I hadn't watched it since my last rewatch, and then last episode you were like, "Wait, look out for four days out." I I think it's a it's it's a great concept mm-hmm. with the the tension sucked out of it a little bit. Like, I remember this being very thrilling the first time I saw it. Yeah. Knowing that this just basically, you know, there's important plot stuff that happens at the beginning and end, but the Mm -hmm. middle, you know, all of that tension resolves. I I found it a little mid. Uh, And here's the other thing. Jesse's too stupid in this one. It's (laughs) funny, but Jesse isn't that stupid. No. They they made him really stupid in this. They (laughs) did. Like, not the key thing, the robot thing. Yeah, the, the, you know, like you're going to build a hovercraft or whatever. Like that's, that's ludicrous. <laughs> the key thing is very relatable. Yes. I get it. You know, yeah. uh, but the other things they just made him too dumb. Yeah, I, I, I could I could see him being desperate. You know, dehydrated out of his mind on that yeah. kind of stuff. I'm I'm making I'm making uh, uh, excuses for the writers here. A robot it, though. That's Homer Simpson logic. <laughs> that's like literally what Homer does. <laughs> yeah. like, but, but, but it's uh, it's you know he he threw out a bunch of stuff. It just I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is Gary, let's uh, let's starve you of water for two days and let's see how. Let's like see how I that haven't works for been you. dehydrated. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've been uh, pretty dehydrated. I don't start believing in robots. <laughs> <laughs> we all are fucking fictitious like leprechauns. Like I'm not about to. Uh, yeah. It is uh, the, the the serious thing that we're going to we run into with this because I can see Fly, an episode that I really yes. enjoy. Like I, I hold that episode in pretty high esteem just from various rewatches and stuff. But like. Yeah, the, the, they are two different episodes. The first time you watch them, and then and and then when you watch them again, knowing the knowing the totality of things. So, like a little bit of me is still feeling that first time that I watched this mm. when I sit down yeah. to watch it, right? And like I think that both of those reads are valuable, right? Like, yeah, how this functioned, how this functioned, you know, immediately, and then uh, kind of in the in the in the greater run. In the greater run, this is not as good of an episode as Better Call Saul. You know, in my it's, head, it was yeah. it was definitely better. You know, b- better than it was. It's it's still good though because I think I think they do some really good stuff, like performance wise. This is yes. this is really kind of kind of stand out. And I mean, I just love how subtle. You know, they they do not underline at all that Walt would have preferred to die. Yeah, yeah. I, I the <laughs> beginning and end of the episode. Yes, like the the stuff that stuff is all really good. Yes, you know the the central conflict of it is what ends up feeling a little going through the motions to me once I know the motions. Yes, yeah. You know, there's it's not that there's not subtlety in it or that there's not a characterization that comes through in performance mm-hmm. because there is. It's just I think this might end up when I say mid, I mean not in the damning way that we both use mid mm-hmm. i mean more like this might be the middle episode of breaking bad 
like mm-hmm. smack dab in the middle and yeah. things are either better or worse than this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like this, this might be the, the, the dipstick mm-hmm. uh, for me where it's like, yeah, no, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just, I, I also remembered being a little bit more bowled over by it. Yeah. Uh, than it is. And it, it's still, it's still very good. Good mm-hmm. episode. I just had high expectations uh, from my previous memories. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was directed by Michelle McLaren and written by Sam Catlin. And it originally aired on May the 3rd of 2009. Uh, mm-hmm. and Waltz is bracing for bad news. Yes. Uh, because he thinks he's going to die from his cancer eminently weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and Jesse go out to the desert to do a huge long weekend of mega cooks. Uh, however, the battery on the RV runs dry. They're stuck in the desert with no, uh, you know, spotty cell phone access and no way to get out and no water and have to figure out how to get home. Another, another thing that kind of sticks out about this is the drama and tension here is completely wiped out when they did a similar trick in better call Saul. It's uh, they really did. Uh, yeah. there, there are two, two different ways. It's like poetry. There are two different ways that people talked about, uh, you know, figured out surviving in the desert. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in this, uh, that is the alternate universe in which they walked, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And that, that episode is a standout, I think. Yes. And I think the the reason why is that the characters talk to each other more. Like, yes. it's also the thing that I like about fly, right? Like mm-hmm. comparing this with fly, the characters have had a long enough relationship where some of their barriers start to break down right. because of the situation and they start, you know, talking to each other as people, mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't so much happen in this, right. uh, they're still real guarded mm-hmm. uh, with each other. And, uh, you know, we're not getting as much juicy, juicy character meet character interaction meet as we would once they've, uh, let those shields down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so this is a bottle episode for anybody who's unaware of what that means. Normally a bottle episode would, the classic uh, version of that is the characters are uh, locked in a freezer, right? Yes. You know, tra- trapped in a particular place. Usually it is, um, confined to one like set. one particular set, um, very like limited number of characters, uh, and they're primarily done to save costs. It's like, okay, let's do an extremely small scale thing that is going to rely almost entirely on the performances of these few, few actors, uh, to get in <laughs> basically to save some budget for other stuff. Yes. Uh, so that was the goal. Like let's save money for the plane crash or whatever. Uh, but because of the decisions they made in writing and producing this, it ended up being the most expensive episode of the season. Yeah. They had intended to do it. They have, uh, the, the podcast came through in this, uh, pretty yeah. well. Uh, they had, they intended to do this whole thing in the RV version of the set. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the RV, the actual RV, and then they have a set version of it. And it turned out uh, to be absolutely, you know, not not viable to have all those cameras and have everybody you need mm-hmm. uh, to shoot a thing in that set. Right. It is too small. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they end up having to shoot a lot of stuff with the actual RV, which meant actually going out to the desert for long periods of time, not just for a couple of establishing shots, mm-hmm. uh, which was their plan, uh, and had to schlep people back and forth. Yeah. Uh, to the desert constantly and just used up a lot of budget that way. Right. Uh, it's kind of neat, you know, cause that the show, the passage of time while time is also passing in real life as they're shooting this. So mm-hmm. like they had to account for lighting changes by rotating the RV out of the desert so that the sun would be in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as, uh, as, uh, as, as things went on. So they're fighting against that, but there's also the fact that the, they wrote this to be 18 minutes too long. Kind of not knowing how their scripts panned out. 
Well, they they uh, they talked about this one as well specifically uh, because the the commentary on this one has or the uh, the podcast has mm-hmm. the director and writer mm-hmm. and how much of this is like slowly walking. Yeah, you know, are things that are hard to uh, match a page count to minute count on screen. And this is something that they would get a much much better at. Like yeah. there are standout episodes, particularly from season four onward. I mean, think about how many words are spoken out loud in box cutter in yeah. the last, you know, 15 minutes of that. Right. Yeah. But, you know, all of that is written and considered. They would get much better at kind of gauging this as time went on. Yeah. Yeah. Or or they just had end up writing it. You know, we don't know what draft that is. Right. Maybe they got they were still not good at it. And they still had to cut it down. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the uh, so, you know, difficult kind of shoot uh with this uh that they had um there's a couple little trivia bits um that come through in this um aaron paul tried not drinking water to mm-hmm. get a feel for what being dehydrated would be like and uh found it unpleasant got to be about uh, a, got about a day in and decided yeah. no thank you sir yeah it fucking <laughs> sucks yeah. uh being being dehydrated uh vince gilligan tells a cute story about getting the worst headache he's ever had from being dehydrated mm-hmm. and it just goes on for fucking ever <laughs> it's it's real cute <laughs> but he's just like yeah man i was saying kill me just take me to the hospital i'm dying and he's just he's going on about it and it's very uh it's cute <laughs> very endearing um, yes uh, they they also on the podcast have um dave porter mm-hmm. the guy who does the score uh with them and that was kind of interesting yeah, you know, just to to chat with him, um, you know, talking about how they originally set up a uh, they have like a music supervisor who does all the licensed music, so we know who to blame, you know, for like <laughs> when that stuff's obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, but originally, we're not going to have a score, uh, and they uh, the other thing that I really like, Vince Gilligan has a very righteous and he is correct uh, rant against placeholder music, hmm. uh, temp tracks yeah. in uh, in movies and TV shows, mm-hmm. which I've seen lots of people complain about. Um, you know, if you're ever wondering why all movies sound the same, mm-hmm. it's temp tracks, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's a, yeah. it's a creative scourge. <laughs> oh man. Uh, there's some other trivia stuff, but like, it's kind of more pertinent to when we bring stuff up in the episode yeah. about how they shot it. Uh, so let's, uh, let's go into it. Let's go into it. Um, yeah. starts off with uh, Walt and the entire family waiting in the oncologist office. Uh, Hank is being supportive. Marie is being very Marie. Uh, you know, yeah. why are you not my imaging place? You know, tech doctors think they're so big, uh, <laughs> you know, but you'd be surprised how often they go to technicians for insight. Um, <laughs> don't think I would. You know, you know, and she's putting this, she's very specifically putting this in Walt's mind. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. She's saying that, you know, technicians think they're smarter than doctors. Well, I'm smarter than doctors. Give me, I'm smarter little... than technicians at the very least. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, one of the funnier moments in this, uh, the, the thing that frustrates me so much about that robot line, we're going to get to it, uh, <laughs> is that there's a lot of more subtle, funny things in this that don't rely on breaking character like that. Mm-hmm. Like after Marie says this, Walt goes, well, never pass up an opportunity to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and what a fucking powerful way to excuse yourself from a situation. <laughs> never pass up an opportunity. Every word in that <laughs> sentence is great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just like, well, <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, never pass up an opportunity. Uh, just, you know, yeah. you don't know how many more of these you're going to get. <laughs> uh, just, he says, he says it like it's a saying and it's not like, I'm, like they always say, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful and very funny. 
<laughs> you know, and and yeah, and just moves us right along. I just uh, I'm just thinking about like some like little uh like wearable like Internet of Things thing. Uh it's a, that just lights up whenever it is currently an opportunity to go to the restroom. Oh yeah. Like a, <laughs> an, an open restroom was in within fifty feet. <laughs> it's not being used. And what if it doesn't light up? What if it like violently vibrates or like <laughs> it plays music? <laughs> like it plays a little Spanish flea. Like, really loud. <laughs> oh Oh. my gosh uh so he goes to the bathroom not to uh you know uh exercise (laughs) his bowels uh but to cough and to retch and uh this is a fucking nightmare the guy in the stall next to him won't stop bothering him you okay you're right (laughs) yeah what what am i supposed to say no bust in here yeah help me (laughs) you know (laughs) My my body's never done this before it is at a, at a, at a medical facility, mm-hmm. so maybe he thinks you know, wouldn't call a doctor, but yeah. But also, I don't know. Just let me be miserable. <laughs> What's very funny is uh, so then Walt uh, gets he's getting his cat pet scan, and they start playing music from Portal Two. Yep. Uh, just for a second, <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, and then he comes out. He sees the tech. He's like, you know, how did I do? Do you see anything? The tech says, you know, I, I'm just a tech. You know, whatever mm-hmm. your your sister-in-law told you is incorrect. But Walt sees the reflection on the monitor and he's got this huge splotch on his lung. Yeah. Uh, no good. Right. Scary. Yeah. So he goes to the most compassionate person he knows, Saul Goodman, uh, yeah. to kind of talk about next steps on this. You know, saying like, hey, laundering money is pretty simple. Like, I've got the stuff for that. But the thing that's got to complicate it is keeping your wife in the dark. Uh, yep. Yeah. Most people want to know why they suddenly got rich. Yeah. that He does not support this move. Uh, Walt says she doesn't find out anything until after I'm dead. Right. You know, uh, so, you know, re- you know, infers at this point uh, that Walt doesn't have very long. Uh, I yeah. think he even asked at this point, Walt's like weeks. Yes. You know, really, really, really tough stuff. And Saul just says, uh, that sucks. You know, I, I was thinking we'd have long enough time to make some real money. <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, it turns out you know, how much you have. And Walt says $16,000. Saul just took $80,000 from them. Yep. You know, Saul actually surprised. It's like, he's like, there have been complications. I'm like, yeah. well, it, it just happened last episode. Yeah. You know, and Saul kind of runs down like, okay, laundering at 75 cents on the dollar minus fees. You've got just over, you know, nine, $9,000. Congratulations. You just left your family a secondhand Subaru. That is great. <laughs> it's such yeah. a good line. I, I love what, you know, Walt says, well, I just had to cook more. And he goes, that is my legal opinion. <laughs> like, it's very funny. Yeah. Uh, so Walt, uh, Skyler says, you know, we should do something to keep our mind off of the waiting for the test results. Uh, and Walt says, you know, I, I think it's probably time I go and see my mom. I haven't called her. Yeah. This uh, is so smart. It's, it's super smart and it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, it's a successful lie. I love, uh, Walt's relationship with his mother that we never see it. We just get it. These little bits of it. A you lesser know? show would go into Walt's childhood and background to try and justify oh, it. Can you imagine the flashbacks and shit? Oh god! Like it would be intolerable. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I just I would not like it at all. You know, he's sitting down playing with like a chemistry set. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just yeah, like, it's just disgusting. And like, we and we get some of that with uh, with Better Call Saul, right? But it's in the period where like I mean that begins the show about brothers. Well, it's, yeah, it's a different show. Yeah. Like that, that totally would work a lot better with Walter White. Saul is redeemable. 
Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, is the idea. The the yeah. idea was he was good, even though I don't buy that Walt was always the villain that he was, he mm-hmm. was never a good person. Right. You know, Saul has Saul has potential to be a good person, is what that show is kind of showing mm-hmm. in the beginning and end of it. Uh Walt, I don't think does. Right. He had potential to die in in <laughs> obscurity. <laughs> yep. You know, if he didn't get cancer, but he didn't have potential to be like a good person. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh so and this is the reason why this is so smart is that uh nobody likes Walt's mom, <laughs> including Skyler. He's really yeah. leaning on like, oh, I want to give him your battle axe of a mother-in-law. I, I, you know. <laughs> and it sounds like she is. It sounds like she's a real piece of work. She's accusing the Hispanic like nurses of moving her yeah. ashtrays and shit. It's, uh-huh. it sounds awful. I, I, but this is again just as a performance here of Walt kind of laying this out like oh you know you just, just suddenly she starts counting the sugar packets she knows when they start disappearing yeah like yeah <laughs> he understands the key to a lie is is detail <laughs> yes uh, you, know. you know so like the way you get somebody to believe something is detail yeah, uh, you, you know, but also like he's he's kind of bringing her along, just kind of like you know, this is a thing that uh, any two people would do, but especially you know, a, a married couple talking about you know, just grousing yeah. about one of the parents. This is commiserating, right? Yeah. The other part of this, and he's kind of like just basically throwing out as many seeds as he can, but he's saying like, yeah, you know, I haven't called her, but also I need to make sure that if anything happens to me, she's going to leave something for the family. Yep. Right. Like, yeah. okay, here is a possible out in the future. Yeah. An explanation yeah. for this. Uh, at this point, uh, Skylar, for a second, it looks like she's suspicious of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then she says, you know, actually, I think the the news from the scan is going to be good. Maybe you should prepare for that. Uh, and he goes, yeah. You know, yeah. but he know he quote unquote knows it won't be good. But mm-hmm. this is her predicting the future. That right. is what he is unprepared for. Yeah. Um. We cut over to Jesse and Jane uh, in bed in the morning. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they've just uh, done it. They're maybe going to do it again, but she says we should go do something. We should go to the George O'Keefe Museum. Is that uh, the one with the A-bombs? Yeah, which, which, you know, again, come on. That's real stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not mad at them for writing Jesse as never having heard of George O'Keefe. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like he would know that's not the A-bomb one. Yeah. You know? Uh, uh, and she says a little, a little culture won't kill you. Uh, besides, you know, kind of dangling this out there, a lot of the paintings look like vaginas, uh, which is a funny line and a funny thing for her to tempt him with. I love again. It, I'm not I like it when he throws it back. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but like just uh, the, the way the scene is shot is very good. Kristen Ritter just kind of like standing over him on the bed mm-hmm. like that. Not going to be creepy here. Kristen Ritter, incredibly attractive woman, and they shoot her to be to, to look like an angel in this. Yeah. Golf angel. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, she goes to the kitchen to get some cereal when Walt calls. Uh, Jesse runs out to answer it before he can speak on the answering machine. Uh, and he basically surprised Jesse with this. Like, we have to cook. Uh, Jesse's like, I, I no, we don't. I have plans. And uh, Walt says, smoking marijuana, eating Cheetos and masturbating don't constitute plans in my book. Uh, <laughs> you know, big, big dickhead move. You yeah. know, he's like, you know, for your information, I'm going to a museum to look at vagina pictures. George O'Keefe, <laughs> heard of her? <laughs> uh, this is pretty funny. Yeah. What are you even um, talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, you know, we have no choice but to cook. Uh, the methylamine is going to go bad. So unless you want to boost another barrel, we got to do it. And he's yeah. not lying about that. Uh, he could probably tell the truth. He mm-hmm. just can't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. 
So Skylar drops Walt off at the airport saying, you know, know, Walt says, you can always call me if you need me. And she says, what? And risk talking to your mother? That would have to be some emergency. Again, underlining what a good lie this is. He has built himself in this wall. Yep. Uh, So Walt goes inside, waits a moment, and then comes back out. Uh, The RV comes and picks him up. Uh, He's disgusted by this. You know, you brought a meth lab to the airport. And Jesse says, I saved us a trip. Yeah. You know, uh, with this, uh, we get this travel montage. There's production details with this. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse was driving the van and took a wrong turn, mm-hmm. had to go out onto the freeway. Uh, apparently the van or the RV is very hard to drive. Yes. Um, so they shot it in this time-lapse, uh, to just excruciating music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said, uh, the whole time they were just like, we're, you're going to fucking kill us. We're going to die uh, in this because <laughs> it was a very scary drive. Yeah. It's an old RV too. It's like a 1983 bounder, I think is what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, any RV is going to be really difficult just because of sight lines and turning radius and stuff. But like you get into an old enough RV, like my grandparents used to have like any wind, any, any bump causes that thing to, you, oh, yeah. you, f- you feel like it is going to flop over. It, the, it constantly uh, feels like it's about to fall apart. My, um, I have a lot of anxiety around driving. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't drive in my adult life. And part of the reason why is I did for a while in my hometown and my band went on tour to the East coast. Uh, we went and played this show in South Carolina, this house party, really beautiful, you know, like, a uh, uh, beautiful youth moment, mm-hmm. you know, woke up at the crack of dawn and threw ourselves into the ocean like that, you know, yeah. ukulele bank commercial shit. <laughs> uh, but I was the only person who had gotten any sleep. So I had to drive the van and I kept trying to say like, yeah, I'm not a strong driver, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never really driven on the highway. Uh, they're like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And I drove this van uh, on the highway uh, from South Carolina to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I like, I never driven anything that big and certainly not on the highway and certainly yeah. not with like coastal winds. Mm-hmm. Uh, it every, it was horrifying. Yeah. Like absolutely white knuckle. Mm-hmm. The entire time. And then the uh, the the fun silver line to that is I kept seeing uh, billboards for something called Pedro Self of the Border, which is a, a tourist trap between mm-hmm. North Carolina and South Carolina. And I said, fuck it. We're going to have a fun. We're going to have a day <laughs> and just stop there and woke everybody up. <laughs> and it's like, hey, we're here now. Somebody else has to drive. <laughs> we walked around that for a minute and then like somebody else was awake enough to drive. It's, um, it's real funny. Uh, it just, you, you, you citing Pedro South of the border. I've never been to it, but I know exactly where it is. Anybody yeah. who grew up in Ohio knows that, uh, you're going to take one vacation per year and it's going to be to Myrtle beach and you're going to pass by all of that shit. Yep. Yeah. yeah just the, the most aggressive billboard campaign I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, like just, it's like every mile. And just uh, real tons of FOMO. And I was also, it's worth noting in this situation that like I had gotten some sleep, but I was like on three hours sleep versus everyone's one. Right. You know, so it was, it wasn't uh, like I was really well rested or anything. Yeah. So I just kept seeing things that are like only 196 miles left till Pedro's south of the border. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, that does sound cool. But Pedro seems like a nice guy. I wonder if he's got some coffee for me. I wonder if he has some life advice. Yeah. Like, it, it was, uh, it was a, a silly I w- situation. I wonder if Pedro can convince the others to drive <laughs> yeah i wonder if he can wake them up <laughs> like i wonder if pedro likes rock music yeah. um so they they do this little montage out there uh with f- frustrating music yeah uh they get out there and walt uh is checking out their food situation which is all like cereal uh three entire bags of funyuns yep uh which i love 
No. Uh, this this is a, a joke. You know, again, there are funny lines in this that really work for me. I love, uh, well, like what funnyans are awesome. And then Paul going, how are you even alive? (laughs) That's very funny. Yeah. How about something with protein, something green? Yeah. You know? Something that won't dehydrate us just by eating it. (laughs) Yeah. Or by being in the same room with it. Like if you're within a a cubic mile of a Funyun. Oh, I mean. You you are. You're desiccated. Yeah. If you don't have any uh, like packets of silica gel and you're trying to keep like a, like a a box that you're storing dry, just pop a Funyun in there. Yeah. Throw a couple of Funyuns in there. Or if it's the end and you've, uh, you've picked up the wrong grail. Oh yeah. uh, yeah. Then just that unleashes the Funyuns and just absolutely melts. (laughs) Like, (laughs) uh, so Jesse's phone is, is not getting signal, but Walt is, uh, but Walt won't let him call his girlfriend, uh, because you know, it's some stripper. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I was going to find out uh, Jesse's mad about this. He's like, just no, she, you know, she's going to check. Yes. We have to save our batteries and we have to get to, uh, to work. Yeah. Walt also lays in about the amount of drinking water, you know, just a yeah. big cooler, the kind of which, you know, a team would dump over their coach. Yeah, uh, they got the 10 gallons. The big game. Yeah. Which is, which is technically fine. Mm-hmm. Like it's not ideal, but they could right. make it with us. Yeah. Um, and Jesse fears, okay, let's start getting suited up. And he throws the car keys onto the counter, onto the working surface. And Walt's, no, 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 no. We need to do it right. But in the bad way of we need to do it right. Uh, and so Jesse goes, he takes the keys and puts them in the ignition, not noticing that the uh, light on the dashboard has turned on. There is a little bell that is supposed to be ringing, but it does not ring. Yeah. Buzzer. So bad move uh, Mm -hmm. on Jesse's part. Yes. Um, we get a cook montage. Uh, again, it's been a minute since we've had one of these, mm-hmm. you know, uh, eating Funyuns. They piss at sunset. There's a lot of weird production. Everyone loves that pissing at sunset. Yep. Shot. Uh, they, they go on about it for a long time on the podcast. <laughs> uh, just, it, like, it wasn't even in the script. Beautiful shot. Yeah. yeah. Just like, and they're like, yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Absolutely beautiful, gorgeous shot. Just a perfect shot. And like, <laughs> I mean, usually I've, I've been out in a, pissing outside situation with men you usually uh-huh. don't stand so close that you could hold hands yeah like uh, i i would go to a different corner of the desert <laughs> you know <laughs> for me like face you know face face away yeah or you know just uh i don't know i don't know what the wind situation is but like f- yeah. uh three three out of the four possible situations have a pretty good chance of, spl- of backsplash going There's on a grenade scatter thing you roll a d6 and it goes in one <laughs> of six directions and it lands and most of them are bad directions in this scenario yeah yeah uh also when they're when they're eating the funyuns i think them sitting in the lawn chairs is a nicer shot than the pissing shot yeah uh you know in silhouette with walt trying a funyun this was uh this was brian cranston's first funyun oh yeah uh, he takes you a bite of it and then throws it away yeah uh yeah i i could go for a funyun i enjoy a funyun i haven't had a funyun since i was a kid yeah i haven't heard that name and yeah uh so they fin they finish, uh, they're weighing their stuff. They fill this huge sterilite bin with 19 bags, 42 pounds of meth. Uh, they do the meth, math, uh, and meth, find math. out that's meth math. And they are looking at $672,000, uh, hundred thousand dollars each. Yes. Uh, which is, uh, qu- quite, quite a bit, you know, more, yeah. you know, well over half a million a piece. Uh, and this yeah. is before they're even done. Uh, this is before they're even through yeah. all of them. Jesse thinks they're right? done. Yeah, Jesse's like, <laughs> right. it, like, you know, Jesse, I love Jesse getting him to do a high five. 
Uh-huh. I like that a lot. Just the right. come on, baby, and then just pauses. Like, yes, all right, yes, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I love yop. Yeah, I love when they get along. You yeah. know, uh, this is what you know. Jesse, he's like, "Come on, let's get out of here." You know, we still have time. And Walt's like, "We're not done. You know, uh-huh. we still have a bunch of methylamine left." Yeah, uh, you know, it's insane. Uh, as this happens, the generator goes out because right. they're out of gas, and Jesse's like, "You know, oh, okay, like perfect timing." Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Jesse says we can at least take a night off, you know, hot shower, separate hotel rooms, get some Denny's. Yeah. Walt's like, all right, you know, we can do that. We'll come out the next morning. He sells, uh, he sells the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just you know, it, it, it sounds real good. You know, yeah. he was sweating in the, in this place, you mm-hmm. know, for, for this whole time. Uh, but Jesse tries to start the RV and cannot. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, not even a click. And Walt says, Hey, where did you put the keys? And son of a bitch. Like, yep. yeah, they're in really, uh, in really big trouble here. Jesse blames the mechanism for not buzzing. Uh, you know, just so like, you're yeah. the one who forced me to take them off the counter. Uh, Walt lays into him. And is this just congenital? Like, like yeah. what is it with you kind of stuff? They're just immediately at each other's throats. Yeah. After this moment of, of celebration and closeness. Yeah. Uh, so they siphon some gas uh, from the RV into the generator to jump it. <laughs> Uh, getting gas everywhere. Uh, Walt's doing this. Then he goes and spits it up. <laughs> yeah. uh, and this is also, this is fine. This uh-huh. is funny as well. I'm okay with this. It's like, what's it taste like? Bad, huh? Uh, that, that's pretty funny. <laughs> that's very funny. Yeah, that's great. Um, oh, man. Yeah. So, okay, they're going to need to jump jump the thing, right? So yep. they're, 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 they fill the generator with some gas from the RV so they can get it started, jump the battery. Um, they go to, Jesse goes to, you know, pull the cord to start it, doesn't go, pulls extra hard again, and then the thing explodes. Yeah, it's covered in gasoline. Yes. Like there, there's, you know, and that's, uh, in terms of like sharing blame in this, that's Walt spitting gasoline all over it. <laughs> yep. You know, like he could have noticed that as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's not entirely they, on uh, Jesse. They, they could have waited, I don't know, 15 minutes for that yeah. to evaporate. Yeah. Yeah. But it would have been pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't do it, but it's on fire. Uh, Walt mm-hmm. rushes inside the RV and Jesse rushes in as well, thinking he's helping, grabs the drinking water and douses the fire. This is very uh, dumb. Yeah. Incredibly dumb. Jesse is a stupidity elemental in this, this whole thing. Like it is my biggest problem with this episode yeah. is he's, he's real, uh, uh, what, what, like ox. From uh, the fighting hellfish, yeah, like he's really like, a tall teen is a, one of the pretty pictures. Like they turn into a real fucking like half ogre, yeah. In this for some reason, <laughs> well, I mean, and again, just I hope somebody got fired for that blunder. Jesse is probably the person who went and bought the fire extinguisher because he's on procurement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he he would know this. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. This is just really stupid. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Walt lays into him. They've just given up all their drinking water, uh, and they, they can't drink fire extinguisher, you know? So they're kind of fucked. Yeah. Um, Jesse's up on top of the RV, uh, with an aluminum foil antenna trying to get a signal. Uh, they start arguing about who's responsible for the generator. Walt says, or Jesse says the Walt hooked it up wrong. Yeah. Uh, you know, Walt says you throw all our water in there, you know? Mm-hmm. And Jesse convinced him like, Hey, we need to call for help. Let me use your phone. Yeah. So they call skinny Pete and give him directions, you know, just to turn before you get to this place. They're just completely off the map. Right. Yeah. Saying like, Hey, bring, bring water. And we cut to nighttime and they're bundled up inside the RV. You know, it's freezing out 
you know, and Jesse's talking, you know, just trying to, you know, look a little bit down the road saying, Hey, there's the survivalist guy I saw on, t- I saw on TV, had to drink his own piss. He says it tastes like really hot old soda. Yeah. <laughs> and then Walt looks at him in the eyes and goes, tell me again. <laughs> uh, and then Jesse <laughs> says, yeah, he had, to, he had to drink his own piss. And then Walt goes, tell me again. Uh, and it just goes on. It's really uncomfortable and tense. Um, the, uh, I just want to hear it. I just, yeah, yeah. I just want to hear it. I paid for the story. I figured I'd like to hear it. Tell me again. Um, the uh, That doesn't happen. No. Uh, Walt just turned his back. He's like, you know, uh, you know, they call. He's like, we have to call Skinny Pete to see where he's at. Yeah. You know? uh, and he's like, he's on his way there. He passed the white sign. Uh, but then he says he crossed a river. Yeah. Uh, there's no river. You know, and as they're talking to him to try to give him updated directions, the phone dies. Right. And then the lantern oil runs out. Yep. Uh, Jesse, uh, they go to sleep. Uh, Jesse wakes up to the sound of Walt Walt coughing. He's outside hand cranking the generator with the idea to uh, trickle charge the battery. Yes. Theoretically, it will work. It has to work. Uh, This got the message boards real upset. All of the electrical engineers came out of the outlets and started mm. <laughs> started saying, "Actually, that would not work." Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, he's he's also you know desperate. Yes, there. I like that the line a lot. Where like Jesse tries to be like theoretically, like and he's like, "No, this has to work." Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Like we will die. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's not a uh, you know this is not optional. Right. Yeah. So Walt lets Jesse take over doing the cranking, which just looks miserable. Yeah. Uh, and time passes. They get hotter and hotter. They take their cots and prop them up uh, to get shade. Yeah. Uh, you know, as the sun changes position, that's another real pretty shot. Uh, as soon as that goes, you know, and Jesse asks, like, hey, have we cranked enough? Kind of doing an are you there? Are we there yet? Kind of thing. Yeah. Walt uh, is unresponsive, limp in his armchair, just staring down a t- at a tarantula that is on his hand from a cut t- from a cut pet tarantula uh, subplot. Yes, uh, where it would have crawled onto his hand. And astute uh, viewers will guess that this is the same tarantula that Jesse Plemons grabs uh, <laughs> and uses as his pet. <laughs> it's, it's seen here, this tarantula's tail. Um, <laughs> So Walt coughs, you know, Jesse realizes that uh, he's alive, but he's very sick. Yeah. And Jesse puts it together because Jesse is simultaneously smart and the biggest city in the world in this episode. And he's like, you know, that's not why we're here. Methylamine doesn't spoil. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walt just looks at him. And then again, there's the little nitpicky things. It's really just Jesse in this episode. Yeah. But I don't like that he goes like, yo, lie much. Mm-hmm. That's such a weird fucking line for this. Like, he has more to say about it. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you just told me you were dying, I would have went with you. Yeah. You know, he just him lie much. It just mm-hmm. sounds so stupid to me. I don't know. I just really don't like how Jesse's written in this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't feel Jesse to me. Yeah. Um, so Walt uh, stops Jesse when he's barely able to turn the crank. Uh, you know, they're both, they're both trying to turn it for a little bit. You know, yeah. it's gotten so hard. It's like, now we can start it. The engine turns over, but then sputters out immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was enough, but not enough to get it to go, you know, for long enough to actually start the alternator, start, you know, recharging the battery. Uh, it's a problem. Uh, and yep. Jesse's please here as he keeps trying to turn, you know, please, 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 please. And then just yeah. asking himself, why couldn't I have gone to Santa Fe? Why, you know, go to that museum. Uh, very good. Yeah. Uh, desperation in that. 
Uh, he realizes he can't hear Walt in back. Uh, Walt's sitting out in the grass. Uh, he has a bunch of blood on his hand. Mm-hmm. He has coughed up blood. This is new for him. Yes. You know. Yeah. And, you know, Walt is given over entirely to despair. You know, they're inside the, they're back inside the RV. You know, it's like, we, we had this coming. I deserve this. Yeah. Uh, and Jesse. I want Jesse to be like, well, I, I didn't. Is the thing. <laughs> you know, like, like, I know that's not very much for Walt to recognize uh-huh. that he's killed two people. <laughs> You know, yeah. no matter how many people he takes with him, he thinks it's just suicide, oh. you know, and that, that's very Walt. I'm not criticizing the writing for that. No, I just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's we? You got a mouse in your pocket yeah. that you're strangling? Yeah. <laughs> we have this coming? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and Jesse kind of throws, throws Walt's line back to him. He's you know, like, hey, hey, everything you did, you did for your family. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and Walt said, you know, says a true thing on his deathbed, basically what he mm-hmm. thinks is his deathbed. Like all I ever did was worry and, and disappoint them and lie to them. I can't even keep the lies straight in my head. Yeah. You know, anymore. Uh, Jesse gets sick of this, this doom pill shit. He's like, I'm going to walk. And then Walt, uh, again, this kind of fatherly mm-hmm. impulse, he stops him. He's like, your body is low on electrolytes. Like what's going to happen is your body's going to shut down. Your brain's going to stop talking to your muscles. Yeah. You know, you're going to cease breathing. You're going to suffocate to death. Yeah. You know? Um, and this is where Jesse says, listen, you're smart. You know, you have to, you know, pep talk. You have to stop all this loser cryberry crybaby crap and think of something scientific. You know, we have this whole lab here and he says, this is where this is the line. I don't like starts listing things they could do. He says, rocket fuel, uh, taking parts of the RV, turning into a a hovercraft or a dune buggy, uh, a new battery, a robot, Mm-hmm. Uh, a robot is just again it's homer simpson logic yeah. uh walt's eyes light up you know do you have any change money or change gather up all the galvanized metal and change you have and go grab the brake pads yeah uh, jesse's there. like hey what are you building and walt yeah. says you said it yourself i like jesse's delivery on this uh just like the child it's very childlike but also like disbelieving like a, a robot you know yeah. a battery yeah it's um, cute mm-hmm. it's just it's too dumb for yeah. me, Jesse's also going to die and he knows he's going to die. Mm-hmm. You know, he's desperate, but it, it's just, I don't know. It's too stupid. The, the, the crew behind this is intensely proud of this line. Yes. Uh, it wasn't a writer's a, line. It was, it yeah. was like an assistant, uh, like an assistant camera person. Uh, not according who, to, so not according to the, the podcast. That's what it says in the wiki. Uh, on the podcast, I think they misunderstood it. This is uh, Jesse's line. This is Aaron Paul's line. An assistant director stopped the director because they had heard Jesse say he wanted to say this. Okay. Yeah. That's what it says on the, on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I, I was going from the, um, uh, from the, um, commentary, uh, on it as well. They didn't say it was just, uh, they didn't say it was Jesse's. They said it was a crew member, uh, who, uh, who, who came up with it and the director it, liked it enough to throw it in. It's in the, uh, in the, at the very least in the podcast, it feels like it's, it's implying that, Jesse came up with it and a crew member got their attention mm. for it. Yeah. Um, I, so I, I, yeah. I, I don't, don't know, know for certain. Yeah. I, I hate the line. So it doesn't matter for me. It doesn't matter. Like whoever right, did this, right. fuck them. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, it just, it's funny, but it just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, seems too stupid to me. Yeah. Um, we get a time jump. That's basically what they're doing is we're in science mode. They're building a battery. Right. There. You know, Jesse is cutting up sponges and Walt is in full on teacher mode. They kind of have a second yeah. wind here, uh, you know, explaining what he's building, you know, pointing out what's the anode, what's the cathode. Um, and he tries to go a little bit uh, Socratic method with them. 
you know, like, yeah. so, so the sponge is the electro- electrolyte. Yes. Good. And Walt asks, so what particular element should we connect them with kind of waggling this copper wire at him? And Jesse yeah. goes, ah, wire. Yeah. I see that is not too stupid. That's fun. Like that word. <laughs> it's a very delicate line. Just yeah. stupidity. Uh, and then you know, Walt grumbles, you know, copper wire, you know, uh, they, they have enough material for six shell, six cells. Yeah. Uh, they're hoping that'll be enough. They hook them out outside. It sparks, which is a really good sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Walt starts the car. Yeah. Uh, starts a little weak and then gets stronger and then keeps going. Yeah. And I, like they're like, they, they, they don't even celebrate, which I like. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah. So it's a sigh of relief as opposed to when they realized they were getting, you know, more than half a million dollars a piece. Yes. Yeah. My, uh, my brain inserts the scene from El Camino mm-hmm. that happens here, uh, yeah. in there. Like there's a scene from this episode that shows up in the movie. Uh, in my mind, I remembered it actually being here. They actually get their grand slams. Yeah. yeah they go grab some grand slams. Uh, Jesse drops wall at the airport and they are a little closer. Yes. Like here, you know, uh, Walt says, is trying to say something very heartfelt. Like, I know I can trust you to, uh, you know, basically saying like, I'm not going to be around for when this sells. Yes. You know, you had to figure out a way to get to my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jesse reassures him, you know, whatever happens, your family gets your share, you know, yeah. and no lie is spoken. It's entirely, you know, you know, they've been through too much for Jesse to go and be selfish. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, and then Jesse basically says, well, I'll be hearing from you. Yeah. Like, you know, and Walt just pauses and says, yeah, <laughs> like he saw a big scary thing and thinks he's going to drop dead any minute. Right. You know, yeah, and so they're back at the oncologist office. It's a week later. You know, the oncologist pokes fun at how long Skylar's been pregnant, and then reads the results, saying, "Oh, we like to see you know for emission, we need to see it just not grow." You know, sometimes we sh- we see it shrink by about twenty percent. I really don't like the like the, the like the matador act that the no <laughs> that it, the oncologist is doing. Yeah. It, it's it's weird, right? So, like, this is a really beautifully shot episode. Uh-huh. And I think that what I have decided is it's not the strongest written episode. Yeah. Like, in terms of characters acting consistently, the oncologist doing the fucking Gene Parmesan, or not Gene Parmesan, <laughs> or the doctor, you know, yeah. the opposite of the doctor from Arrested Development, you know, uh, just like, well, we like to see this, you know. <laughs> uh, it's like he's selling knives on TV. <laughs> you know, like you for that much money, you think you get this 25% reduction, right? <laughs> what if I told you it's 80%? Yeah. You know? It's a, it's it's incredibly good news. He he should just say, you know, like and if he if he wants to like set their expectations, he can say, "Now, you're going to you're going to say this is good news and it is. However, like th- there are like lots of other ways than to just kind of, you know, do the, the like, uh, oh, I'm sorry, mom. I didn't, you know, didn't get what I expected on my grade card. I thought I get A's, but yeah. I got A pluses. It, it's, <laughs> that's what happens at the end of Beetlejuice. <laughs> that's literally what Lydia Dietz does before jumping in the air and, and singing shake, shake, shake Sonora. <laughs> so and everybody celebrates you know laughing and smiling but Walt, you know like it takes him a while to like to realize he should be matching the energy of the room uh yeah. hank 
Hank under underlines it too much. He reaches over and grabs grabs Walt, you know, by the neck, kind of with his arm, and goes, "Just when I try to get out, they pull me back in." Yeah, you know, doing the uh, uh, Michael Corleone line, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's uh, very explicitly doing the Godfather thing that Saul was referencing. Yes, last episode. Uh, Walt starts coughing again and he starts saying like, you know, I've been having some problem, you know, uh, the oncologist says you probably have radiation pneumitis and this is where, uh, he reveals he's coughed up blood. Yes. You know, he's like, well, that actually is very serious. You probably torn open your esophagus. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, Skylar and him both say you have to stop keeping secrets. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of cold water on things, but, uh, it is still good news for everybody, but Walt. Right. They have time. Time has options, you know, and Walt goes to the restroom, kind of like he was at the beginning here, cools off his face in the in the water. Uh, and then he goes to get some paper towels and sees his reflection in the um, uh, uh, paper towel dispenser, this uh, shiny metal paper towel dispenser. Uh, and the episode ends with him punching it several times and warping his reflection. Yeah, it's uh, he punches a mirror. Yeah, he, he him mad at himself. Yes, you know it's the that cliche. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good moment, you know, mm-hmm. in this and and just it's a weird episode where the beginning and end of it, you know, I I love Walt thinking he's not going to survive, mm-hmm. almost killing himself because of this and being wrong. Yep, and then having to deal with like like having to wake up the next day and still be alive is a thing that happens with tragedies big and small, mm-hmm. and tragedies uh, inflicted on you and self inflicted. Right. So like if you do something that is awful, uh, that's in the past and that is now you can try to, to make up for it, but you still got to wake up and eat breakfast and eat and go to sleep and talk to Mm -hmm. people and go your groceries. You still have to do all the things, Yeah, you know, and that is a really hard reality. And I like that this show deals with that. I think that's really cool. Yeah. 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 You know, and there's also just the fact that like dying would be easier at this point. Yeah. What what do you do? You know, like, okay, I have solved the money problem. Some, you know, we have the product. There are people that I trust mostly, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to you know, make this come through. Like he's, I read this as him being incredibly angry that this is going to go on longer and he has to live with himself as, yeah. you know, as this, you know, like this is and the longer that he lives, the, you know, the more likely it is that this comes out. Right. Yeah. Like dying would be the easy way out. Be a stone cold groove. Yeah. The, uh, it, it's literally that. And I, I love yeah. that. Like I love making decisions based on having a finite endpoint, you know, mm-hmm. and just, yeah, it's not a finite endpoint. Nope. You know, he, he used up all of his consumables, on the uh, Morgoth fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not thinking he'd have to go to consecrated snowfield. <laughs> right. You know, um, basically uh, it's that stuff's good. I uh, just have some, some quibbles with the actual, like the dialogue mm-hmm. really like not even the plot writing, just some yeah. of the, the character writing I think is weak mm-hmm. in this. Um, yeah. It's okay though. Cause we're again, it's uh, it's all going to cool places. Yes. After this. Um, still really love season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, what can they do if they like the show? Well, if they like the show, they can support this show on the network by going to duckfeed.tv, sorry, by going to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Uh, there they, uh, will see a whole host of extra content that will be open to them, uh, at the $5 level, uh, and at the $10 level, guess what? Even more content. 
uh, yeah. talking about video games and media and stuff like that. It just keeps coming. Yeah. yeah. It just keeps coming. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and, and, and that is a good thing. Yeah. Um, ratings, reviews, also very helpful. Telling your friends, very helpful. Listening to all the shows you have access to, very helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, all great things. Uh, big thanks to Gwen, our producer. Mm-hmm. You know, we, uh, we appreciate you very much. Mm-hmm. And uh, until next time, keys uh, go, you know, you can put them behind the little thingy, the uh, sunscreen. Yeah. Thing. Keys go there a lot of the time. Yeah. Is my yeah. understanding. Cup holder. I put my keys in the cup holder sometimes. Cup holder is good. Uh, say a pocket. Yeah. Yeah. You but know? what if you, but what if you have to like, you know, jump to the ground real quick? You don't want to be like Garth. Oh, I, I've fallen on my keys many times. It hurts. It sucks. Uh, you build up an immunity. <laughs> you build up like, thigh. You build up thigh calluses. Yeah, I got I got thigh calluses. It's like I have turtle legs. Uh, in that each leg is an entire turtle. 